Live from our respective apartments, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clay and Narber, and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, welcome to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. It is an exciting day today because we are premiering season four. Four. I mean, what? Excuse me. Sorry, I'm finishing my golf game. Four. All right. (laughs) Season four. (laughs) You're something. You are something. Isn't there a golf tournament going on right now, too? You know, I know we're big golf aficionados. (laughs) Zach Johnson. That's (laughs) Tiger Woods. Tune in to our new spinoff, Just Meaningful Golf Balls. (laughs) Well, Chris, it's season four. We're back in the ballroom. I think there are some minor changes in the production value. Oh, boy, it's not a minor change. Katie, we are in HD. Yes. Dancing with the Stars has changed to an HD production. Wow. Wow. What a time to be alive. They're finally catching up with the times. Maybe they're ahead of the times. Who knows? I was 12. <laughs> it's 2007. Anything can happen. <laughs> it it does mean with the HD change, we are in like a widescreen mm-hmm. production. Um, what that meant, the thing I was most tickled by is the new widescreen angle means that in the red room we can see more of the red room yes and you can see into the ballroom and i did not realize how close the red room was to the stage oh i don't think i picked up on that how close is it like right I, I there mean, you could see the audience like it's it literally seemed like as soon as you go up onto the like stage part and right off to the left, it looks like the red room is right there. Oh my god! I liked being able to see more of the castmates in the background. Um, when Edita is getting her critique, um, I looked at nobody other than Alec Mazo just to see how he reacted to everything that happened. Am I wrong? Were they more present in the red room than usual? It like felt like it it felt like they were all literally just sitting there stone-faced mm-hmm. watching the person get interviewed like no side conversations just staring blankly at the people yeah i didn't know if i loved that <laughs> a little awkward a little mm-hmm. awkward because it's fun to see people mingling backstage that's what's way more fun to see mm-hmm. other than the switch to hd we still have our judges. We have Tom and Samantha. We have Harold Wheeler. Things are pretty similar to how they've always been. Mm-hmm. And it felt great to go into a premiere. It really did. I, I'm very excited to watch how this season shakes out. I feel like this is a broken record. And because we watch these with little time in between watching the end of a season and then starting a new one. And every time you're... Just, I say you as though I don't do the same. We're just like, <laughs> it's so nice to start again. It's so nice to be back. I've missed this so much. 
we were never gone. <laughs> we were literally there a week ago. <laughs> what a refreshing time. It's been so long. Can't can't imagine how we got through this. But it's been so long since we've seen people be guinea pigs and be newbies. And since we started with such an ensemble, like the last couple episodes, I only saw a handful of people. And now here I am up to 11 couples. It is very different. Every time we get to the end of a season, this is about to be a dumb statement for all reality shows. You get to the end and you get to know this cast and you see them become so good mm-hmm. that when you start a new season, every time there's a little bit of a, are, do they really start this bad? Yes! Yes! <laughs> we, in this episode, are going to talk about just the premiere. As we mentioned in a previous episode, we eliminate no one Mm -hmm. so we are just talking about one episode we felt that watching 22 dances and talking about them might be a little bit of overkill given our proclivity to speech given my proclivity to long-windedness so we didn't think you guys would want to sit through a four-hour premiere episode we thought maybe that would be a bit much so this is just episode one 11 couples are you ready to jump on in i'm ready i am excited to start us off well 21.8 million people tuned in on march 19th 2007 to see our first dance which katie i know you were so excited about because it is ian Ziering and his partner cheryl motherforkin burke Katie, could you put up with him? <laughs> I I thought he brought good energy. I think he bordered on chaotic energy, but he he seemed relatively genuine. I think it's kind of hard watching him knowing the backstory that I know because I he he you know, starts off and he's like, I'm doing this for my parents. And he's got the smile plastered on his face. But it does read as very genuine, I thought. Mm -hmm. I agree. It was hard to watch it knowing how much Cheryl has talked about that she hated this partnership. Mm -hmm. And so it was hard not to let that color how we watched it. I tried not to, but... I agree. It was maybe a little bit of, it was very up. He was very high energy, but it it made sense to start with him just because Cheryl is your two-time reigning champion. You, you have to start with her. And it wasn't a bad start to the show by any stretch of the imagination. No, I thought it was a great way to start it off. You know, I think it set a bar at a very reasonable point place i thought that it was it was fun i think that they packed a little bit of a punch um so in our premiere episode the men are dancing the cha-chas and the women are dancing the foxtrots um i thought that their cha-cha was was fine um i think he was moving his hips it was just very subtle hip movement and i wanted it much more exaggerated um And I didn't feel a ton of connection between the two of them. But I thought for a first dance, there was a lot of intricate footwork. I think she really choreographed a difficult routine. I would agree. 
I thought he did a lot of things pretty well for a first mm -hmm. dance. Yeah. He moved his hips somewhat. Mm -hmm. He was pretty smooth. Mm -hmm. Just a decent overall mood for a cha-cha. I thought it was a good start for him. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. It was kind of one of those dances where there was nothing spectacular. There was nothing atrocious. Yep. It was all just everything is on the right path. But still, I mean, still like entertaining and yes and it's like it, it wasn't there are other dances where maybe i'm not that you know where they're a fine dance but they're not necessarily drawing me in his dance still drew me in yeah yeah everything was it like in terms of watchability in terms of enjoyment it was also one where it got my attention didn't thrill me nope but it it was good yeah. so I I think I would rather watch this where everything was decent and watchable than something that was atrocious or something that had a couple things that were great, but mm -hmm. not everything in a week one dance. Yep. Yeah. So it, it started us off, you know, fine. The judges were all pretty complimentary. I totally agreed with Bruno when he said more hips and Ian and Cheryl get a score of 21. They get straight sevens about right yeah i did like his all black look with like the couple buttons undone like he looked good it was a good yeah. costume for the dance yeah just very classic very classic cha-cha just a good way to start the show yep totally agree then we move to supermodel paulina poroskova and returning season one champion alec mazo it was very exciting to see Alec back in the ballroom. Yes, it was. And his hair made me giggle a little bit, but it was it was so funny. It was so good to see him. I want to know, what did you think of Paulina? I liked her. I liked her so much. I liked much. her a lot. And I really enjoyed her dance. I was the same way. I thought she was funny. I thought she was delightful. I... I just totally ate her up i was like mm -hmm. this is a surprisingly fun pairing and alec is still kind of iceman esque as kelly you know dubbed him in the first season but like they they had great they the chemistry was really fun with them you know they're i don't remember exactly what he said like just do what you're told or something like that and she's like well that's how the that's how the communists won our country or you, they had fun quirks like that mm -hmm. she made a joke about like how they do it in the communist countries and then said that's why we both left them which was just so yes. funny yeah she was goofy she was funny mm -hmm. i thought she came off incredibly well in this package i 100 percent agree like very fun mm -hmm. As the dance started, she looked very nervous right before it began. Mm -hmm. At times during the dance, mm -hmm. she looked very nervous. Mm -hmm. But overall, I thought it was a 
it was a pleasant, nice performance. I thought so too. I thought it was elegant. I don't think they did as much up and down as you like to see in a foxtrot, but like I really enjoyed what they brought to the table. I I didn't think, and this is a criticism of Alec, not of Paulina. I don't think they utilized the floor the way that I want them to. I didn't feel like they moved a ton, but I really enjoyed the dance. And I just, I'm a total Foxtrot lover. I really am. I don't know if I've officially declared that, but I think the Foxtrot, especially because I haven't seen very many Viennese waltzes thus far, the Foxtrot has kind of become my favorite dance. I don't think you've seen any Viennese. I don't think so. I was yeah. trying to think if we've seen one or not. I don't think yeah. so. We've seen waltzes, but I don't think we've seen any Viennese. All right, then the Foxtrot is my favorite dance of the first four seasons. I think Foxtrots are good. Mm-hmm. There are so many good ones that that's a fair assessment. Uh-huh. Personally, I'm a quick stepman, but I do like a Foxtrot. Was it just me or was he counting out for her during the dance. Did you notice oh, that? I didn't notice that. Mm-mm. Okay. I wasn't sure if he was, but there were a couple times I thought I saw his mouth moving and I couldn't tell. What are your thoughts on that? And maybe this is a tangent for a different day when it's not this is This is a talk about. What I think it's a valid question. I understand how it can sort of detract from a dance. But if a person needs that, Mm -hmm. usually it's because the whole thing is already going to be sort of a weaker dance. Mm -hmm. You're not really going to see like in the middle of a great dance, like Mario and Karina. Karina's not going to start counting out things at Mario at some Mm -hmm. point. So my take on it is if you need like counting out or calling out, here's the steps you do what you have to do mm-hmm. and they're couples that probably aren't going to make it much farther. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Do you have strong opinions on counting during a dance? Not re- I mean, I get, I understand why you have to do it. I, I really do. I don't think it detracts as much as maybe one would assume that it would, you know, because I think it can be done so subtly that it can work really well and it can keep your contestant on track. So I'm I'm kind of for it when you need to. I I don't want you to have to count all the uh-huh. time, but there are some people who just rhythm is tough for them. Yeah. Keep it on track. I'd rather that. Mm-hmm. My kind of final take on Paulina's Foxtrot, she is a really lovely woman. She makes beautiful lines. I think she could dance more. Mm-hmm. Which I guess maybe ties into using the floor more. It just felt a little bit reserved. It felt a little bit... Safe. Safe is a great word. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. I'm excited to see her because I think that she could have great, great potential. And I think Alec seems like a great partner with her. Mm-hmm. Maybe my favorite partnership of the night. Okay. Okay. I say that without looking at any other ones. That's just (laughs) my gut. Said, well, I like Paulina. (laughs) Paulina and Alec. Yep. 
So they score a 19. They get sixes from Len and Carrie Ann and a seven from Bruno. Personally, I thought a little underscored, but I don't know if I could justify an additional seven. A 19 just seems low for that dance. I think a 19 or a 20 was about right, but Mm -hmm. I also maybe concur that 19 feels emotionally low. Yes, emotionally, she was robbed. (laughs) Realistically, accurately scored. Mm -hmm. And it's also hard when we are talking about the second dance of the season. It's still hard to establish that baseline. Yeah. Now we have to establish a low baseline. (laughs) (laughs) Now we can confidently tell you how low the bar has been set although the judges don't set it low enough (laughs) performing a cha-cha to his own song i want my mullet back it is reigning runner-up karina smirnoff and her celebrity partner mr hannah montana Billy Ray Cyrus. And I think all those descriptors and intro says everything. Yeah. Says a lot. It says a lot. Um, Okay, I have a question. Before we even talk about the package. Yeah. Is the fault of this one on Karina for the routine she gave him or is the fault on Billy Ray Cyrus? I think the fault is on Mr. Cyrus. I don't think when you watch his rehearsal package, he is so stiff. And I I do not mean this. I feel like I have to be careful with how I critique this because I don't feel like it looks as though he bought in. But I also question if maybe his ability level is just lower. So maybe this truly is him giving it his all. And I do not want to discredit somebody who is giving it their all. But his energy level in the in the rehearsals was not high. It did not feel like. I'm glad that you decided to play with kid gloves. Because I legitimately wrote down... And have struggled a couple times of not accidentally calling him by a different name. Because I invoked the name of Master P when thinking about Billy Ray Cyrus's package. Okay. Because you are correct. There are several times where it felt like he was just saying, well, I can't do this. The end. Full stop. Yeah. That's not how the game works. No. You don't just kind of throw your hands up. Now, again, you're right. Maybe he was giving his full effort. They didn't exactly cherry pick moments that sold that well. Mm-hmm. And then, like in his backstage interview, when he's asked a question about their performance and everything, and he immediately just turns it to... Hey guys, I want to promote my new album and the single that we just danced to. Like, and doesn't offer any anything else. That's all he says backstage. 
So it was hard for me not to just be reminded of another contestant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Kar- Karina went from Mario I know. to Billy Ray. I know. I was thinking about like how deflating that has to feel when you get a contestant and not like obviously not when you see them right off the bat but like when you start to assess their ability and when you start to assess their commitment to the show how deflating that must feel i think this is one of the toughest back-to-back season pro pairings yeah definitely that we've had so far yeah other than maybe ashley del grosso (laughs) from joey mcintyre to one master p but one could argue Karina just went from Mario Lopez yep. to one Master Cyrus. Cyrus. <laughs> Master B R. <laughs> yeah, the dance was atrocious. I wrote very few notes on it. He was stompy. He kind of stomps his way through the first however much of it. And then there's this section at the end where he is just like flailing on the floor. I literally don't know what he's supposed to be doing. And then the dance ends. And then then something happens. I can't believe we haven't mentioned it yet. Karina is in the most atrocious mullet wig. Yeah. It's horrifying. Karina's wig literally gets snatched. (laughs) Well, the wig itself looks like... It almost looks like a Joan Jett wig on her. Yeah. Yeah. It's hardly a a mullet. Well, no, because it... I don't even think I wrote down that it was a mullet wig. I think I was just like, oh my god, her wig is horrible. I just thought it was horrible. And then I guess the end of the dance is supposed to be that he reaches down and pulls the wig off and gets his mullet back. I don't think that was planned. I think it was. I don't think it was. I think it was. I think he was meant to like touch her. I don't think he was meant to like rip the mullet off karina come on our podcast and answer these questions (laughs) it was bad (laughs) yeah it was very bad it was not how do you critique something like that i mean i could critique some things with his hair his hair keeps going in his face he needs to keep his head up um I could critique the fact that he is a singer, yet does not appear to have any sense of rhythm. (laughs) I could critique that. Yeah. I don't think I really had a, like, cruel punching bag in season three. That's a lie. I had Sarah Evans. (laughs) (laughs) But good news, I already found my season four one. I mean... What makes me the most upset, too, I I cannot confidently say who is going to be the first eliminated, but just knowing that this is, like, the height of Hannah Montana fame and knowing that this is an ABC, you know, show, 
I would assume he is going to not be the first eliminated. And it is going to be so frustrating to watch that. I think the judges, you know, sum it up the best. Len just says there was not enough content. Kieran said he has to be more fluid. He gets a score of 13. I don't know how they found that many points for that dance. Yeah. 5 4 4. Should have been maybe threes at the highest. Yeah. It was overscored at 13. Especially compared to some dances yet to come, how low they score, but they're pretty close to Billy Ray Cyrus. Yep. Wrong. Yep. Well, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Montana, everybody. Master C. Our next contestant on the floor is talk show host Lisa Gibbons and her bad boy partner, Tony Davalani. You know, that major bad boy of the ballroom from the last two seasons. I liked Lisa. Maybe it's because I was recovering from that. I thought the package... Really, I thought everything was just kind of anonymous for her. Like, I, I wasn't left with any impression or really much of anything. Not that any of it was bad. I just yeah. retained nothing from the package, the dance, nothing. She, like, started off and she's like, well, like, I'm the oldest contestant. I'm the oldest female contestant on the show this season. Like, if it didn't, ke- if it didn't kill Jerry Springer, it won't kill me. And I was like, I like that. I like that humor there. So I, I, found, I found her charming. The smile that she had on her face when the dance started, she was beaming. It was a much slower foxtrot than Paulina's, um, but I kind of liked that. I, I thought it was good for her. I thought that she showed good promise, and I thought she looked really pretty while she was dancing. I agreed with Bruno that the dance was just a little stiff. See, that I don't know that I saw... S- the stiffness or like the tension that the judges saw because they all said she needed to relax she needed to you know take a deep breath and blah 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 and like I don't know that I saw because I truly thought she was smiling from like the depths of her heart but maybe I was just looking for for Emmett not Jerry I was like just one last season (laughs) yeah Jerry the Jerry Springer the winner of season three (laughs) I don't think it was a tension per se. For me, it was just, it was so reserved. I thought it just, she needed to let go. Okay. And do more. But you can't, I don't think she could let go in the routine she was in. But I think you can. And I think some of that comes from like, how big are you dancing some of those moves? How... Mm-hmm how much energy are you putting into it? And I, I just didn't feel a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I truly don't have anything else to add here. I was, it kind of went in one eye out the other. Yeah. That famous saying. Yeah. Well, she scores a 15 straight fives. 
considering that Billy Ray is only two points behind her, it felt underscored, in my opinion. Agreed. But I can't tell you why other than it was just too close to Billy Ray's. Yeah. Even a dance that left no impression on me should not be two points away from <laughs> Billy Ray. A dance that I have literally no thoughts on should not be two points away from Master C. <laughs> well. Lisa was dancing, but you know who should be dancing? Joey Fat One and his partner, <laughs> Kim Legs for Days Johnson. I, Obviously, I, we, we don't body shame on this podcast, famously. But famously. several times, Kim and Samantha both bring up Joey Fat One. Well, and Joey is like, I'm here to lose as much weight as I possibly can. It's not like he was... Mm -hmm. He was feeding into it, too. Oh, God. He was playing into it, too. <laughs> Katie, we famously don't body shame. I did not even mean that. And then it came out and I was like, oh, poor choice of words. There was a lot of weight put on that comment. <laughs> Chris, I think we need to scale it back a little bit here. We really need to get out of this segment in for a penny out for a pound is that the statement <laughs> <laughs> i was just looking to say pound okay. okay we need we need to pound the pavement get out of this <laughs> we are introduced to joey fatone nsync member i liked his personality out the gate he's funny he's not taking it too seriously i feel like dancing with the stars is such a great avenue for celebrities with this personality i feel yes. like they can really thrive on this show because he's somebody who is goofy is silly mm -hmm. also takes this seriously um i think that that is the most important element of it is that he has to be taking it seriously because if he was just being goofy if he was just derailing rehearsals I would be annoyed with him. I would be upset with him. But because he really is bringing his all to it, it makes it so enjoyable to watch him. He's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I think the package is maybe a little bit scattered that we introduce Joey wants to lose weight. Uh, we introduce Joey is very goofy. We introduce mm -hmm. Joey's level of focus is questionable. Like... They are, they set up so many different things, which feels true to Joey. A little mm -hmm. bit scattered, a little bit fun, mm -hmm. but it's also so much. Yeah. And I think the package might have benefited from just one of those focuses. Mm -hmm. But that's a small thing, because genuinely, he was fun. Yeah. Kim's air quote fringe pants just made me smile because I was like how far we have come how minuscule fringe we're putting on this how safe we're playing it and I know in a million seasons we just get straight fringe all the way down the pant <laughs> what did you think of this disco cha-cha 
Enough. We know you have a history of loving disco dances here. Enough with the disco. I don't know what producer I have to yell at. Enough with the freaking disco. I've had enough. However, <laughs> I did really enjoy the dance. Like, I thought it was a great dance. I think he truly does just scream leading man like he commands your attention even though this isn't like the most spectacular cha-cha i've ever seen he just draws your eye and i don't know you you can't fake that you can't teach that that's an inherent ability that he has agreed he's just so fun as he's performing he's into it he's in the right mood he's very light on his feet there is too much disco in this cha-cha. Yep. But they do extremely well as a partnership. Kim looks right. Yeah. It's a very good first dance. Mm-hmm. A very good start. Straight eights for them, a 24. They're going to end up the highest score of the night, and it's well-deserved. I want him to focus a little more on his footwork and a little more on like the dance he did a lot of facial expressions he does he does a lot of performing which i think is a great thing to do he rode that line of over performing where I feel like in some aspects it did take away from the dance, which is fine. This is week one, and this is an incredible issue to have in week one because most people don't have that issue that early on. I just want to make sure that he is focusing on like the integrity of a dance. It didn't cross that line for me, but I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm there is a place where you can overperform. And I think that will likely be a challenge for him this season. Mm-hmm. But in a disco cha-cha, I think I was just a little more forgiving yeah. because I was chalking up everything too well. It's a disco and it shouldn't have this much disco content, but mm-hmm. they're committing. Yeah. A great, great introduction to Joey Fatone. From one strong contender to the daughter of not just a contender, a champion, and a champion in her own right, it's Layla Ali and Maxim Shimerkovsky dancing a foxtrot. Katie, did she sting like a bee? Or did she... Well, I think she floated like a butterfly in her dance. Okay, Max is quite egotistical in this package. Did you not think so? I didn't. I thought he started his first sentence or his first like talking head. I thought he did, but then I thought she did a good job of kind of like bringing him down a little bit. I was surprised at how much I liked their chemistry and at how much I liked their partnership because I thought he came off as egotistical at the beginning and I was like, oh God, she's not going to respond well to somebody like that. But I thought they had a great partnership in the package. I didn't think that 
that stuff came from Max. Certainly, Samantha, Layla, the package played into, here's Max's reputation, and I'm Layla Ali, I'm not going to take any of that. But I didn't necessarily see any of that coming from Max himself. It was everybody else was playing up. Well, Max has a reputation of being this. Layla's a boxer. She's not going to take no chuff. I don't remember what it was. It was whatever he said at the beginning, I thought, was a bit much. Well, aren't all of their first statements supposed to be like, I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread? No, not all of them. I mean, all of them felt that way to me. Miss Edita just says, I'm the first pro who's been on four seasons in a row but that's still a queen and she is my idol that's still finding her unique like here's my thing i get to brag about but it wasn't braggy it was edit up being perfect anyway i loved how take charge layla was Mm -hmm. that we saw a lot of great personality from her and we also saw her kind of early storyline that they're setting up is she's very concerned about dancing ladylike that she wants to be very different than who she typically is and i thought that was of it's a kind of more pronounced version of a storyline we've seen before and it really endeared me to her same i really enjoyed her i really i found her quite quite enjoyable did you like the dance itself? I struggled with the dance itself. I felt like I could, I can't even tell you exactly when it happened. I think the first half of her dance, I saw way more tension than I did in the first two foxtrots. And especially with the judges having pointed out tension, I was like, oh God, they're going to tear this apart. And then something happened the second half of the dance I thought was wonderful. I thought it was light years better than the first half. I thought she was elegant. I thought that she started to move much smoother. But it, the dance as a whole was not smooth and incredible. When she was working, it was wonderful. But she had enough that wasn't working that it just, you could see that dichotomy. I didn't see it in the same way. Mm -hmm. I was impressed by how natural she was as a performer. There were certainly some timing issues that she had here and there. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was a graceful foxtrot. I thought it was just a really good job all around. I could see. I mean, I, I, I get it. I think I just I'm like her. For you. I'm happy that it worked for you. And I'm glad the second half worked for you. Yep. I think I'll end up really coming to enjoy her. I really liked what I saw of her. But yeah, the dance as a whole just left me wanting more. Am I allowed to play armchair psychologist for a second? Psychiatrist? Sure. Whichever sure. one doesn't do the pills yeah um, <laughs> armchair psychiatrist um yeah. before the season began i personally thought to myself well katie will fall in love with layla ali from the jump 
And then I had a fear. Well, maybe she's not going to, and maybe she will spend the whole season not here for Layla Ali because she's similar to, but is not Stacy Keebler. And I was like, well, she'll love her because she's like another Stacy Keebler. But now I fear she's too close. And you being like, well, I I saw a lot of good in it, but it just wasn't quite enough. Makes me think, uh-oh. <laughs> we could very well be on that track. I think it's too early to tell for sure. I feel as though I said everything impartially. And time will just have to tell. She is not... I think she's enough like a Stacy, but I think she's like different enough that it won't cloud my judgment. I hope. But see, I'm wondering if that like, I'm just taking it very impartially, like blah, blah, is where I'm like, so you're trying to remove yourself. I don't know. Am I, do I really just want you to fall in love with her? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. And you know, pushing me to fall in love with something is the exact wrong approach to take with me because we know I'm a monster and when someone wants to share something they love with me it just makes me dislike it that much more so if I decided to start loving Billy Ray Cyrus (laughs) I would hate him I would hate him all right I'm in Master C. Master C. Master C. So, in conclusion, seven from Carrie Ann, eight from the boys. It's a 23. A good job all around, Layla and Maxim. Yeah. I think overscored, personally. I don't think she was a point behind Joey. Probably fair. Yeah. But I wasn't mad about an eight. It's, yeah, it's fine. I do think it was the best of the Foxtrots. I really liked Paulina's. I really did. I also liked Paulina's, but I think Layla's was better. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Let's move along. <laughs> so, Mr. Porkchop? We already talked about Joey. He's Mr. Ham. <laughs> Mr. Disney. Or Pixar. Which one? Mr. Pixar? Yes. Katie, so much was made of John having less time to rehearse than everybody else. Yes. Two weeks. Two weeks is all he's got. How did you feel about all of this? His dance was way better than what I would have thought it would be. Not not even just the two-week thing. I mean, the two-week thing is one thing, but because of his age, you wouldn't necessarily think he could pull off the dance that he pulled off. And it was one of the better cha-chas. It Agreed. was in the, the, the top half of cha-chas. It was a great dance. 
I agree. I thought All Things Considered is very good. Pleasantly surprised. And not even like a... It it was a good routine from all aspects, from choreography, from the way that he pulled it off, from everything. I think Edita deserves all of the props on this one. Mm -hmm. But I I think he performs well as well. He has good feet. And I mean, there are a couple times where Edita choreographed things to really show off his foot motions. Yep. Um, He has decent arms. His hips weren't quite there, but... But that's not shocking. Mm-hmm. He was good. He was crisp. Not a ton of hips, but like she had normal choreography and he kept up with her. And it was especially surprising just the way the package was sold. We heard a lot of Edita being nervous about how little time they had. Mm-hmm. I will say I didn't feel a lot of energy from John Ratzenberger in the package. I, oh yeah i was kind of underwhelmed by his personality in this first episode mm-hmm. but edita really sold the whole thing and then the dance turned out well and see i think i thought he oozed like cool guy persona he didn't ooze old holly's hollywood charm he didn't ooze and not like cheap laughs or anything like that, but like he wasn't over the top funny. He didn't have a lot of jokes that he was like throwing out there. I thought he had a very cool guy personality. And I kind of liked seeing that from an older contestant. I think he played that part very well. It's a different type of older contestant personality than we've seen thus far. And I think he was brought on to fit that trope of funny old white guy i don't mind like the 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 archetype that you're describing Mm -hmm. again i just wanted a little bit more it was just a little bit too lackadaisical maybe a little too perhaps a little too dry i don't know yeah Um, maybe he's just a dry guy you know what i mean i'm just wondering if if they thought he would fit this archetype and he's mm-hmm. not. I would like to ask you a question. Okay. How old do you think John Ratzenberger was? Because he makes a joke about how he's about to turn 72 years old. Mm-hmm. And the audience goes like, whoa, can't believe it. And Samantha and Edita about lose it because he is not turning 72. Um, I would guess he's probably like late 60s. At the time of the show, he was 60 years old. Oh, 60. Okay, I would have guessed like 67-ish. Well, that is the thing. He looks much older. Yeah. Because his hair is white and all of that. Okay. Okay. Did you think this one was underscored? Yes. Score is a 17. 656. Like I said, I thought it was one of the better cha-chas, so I I was quite surprised at the score. I was thinking it might get, like, might get an 18, might get a 19. Yeah. And that would have felt about right. But what can you do? Nothing but complain. The judges were also a little bit focused on, you only had two weeks, can't believe it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which I didn't want as much of, but whatever. 
Speaking of whatever, it's time for <laughs> time for Shandy Finnessy and Brian Fortuna. What do you think whatever. of Miss USA 2004, Katie? I mean, I didn't need a showman's package. Um, I he described both of them as young and hot on the dance floor. Yeah, like, at separate times, and I loved that. <laughs> I when of... I get on the dance floor, I'm young and hot. What does that mean? When I get on the dance floor, I'm young? Yeah. You don't feel young when you're on a dance floor? No, not feel young. I am young. <laughs> Are you not young when you're on the dance floor? Nope, I age about 17 years when I go on a dance floor. Um, I thought he kind of looks <laughs> like... A scrawny Tony from West Side Story. That's giving him too much praise. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I thought their foxtrot was different. Um, I thought she had good frame. I thought she had probably some of the best frame out of the females. Um, it was a lot of hidden poses and not enough dancing for me not my cup of tea as far as fox trots go i thought it was okay it was just kind of a middling performance routine it was a very plastered on smile mm -hmm. that like never really changed mm -hmm. i'd like to see more of a performance in the future mm -hmm. yeah this was another one i just didn't have much to say about same I could, I'm very fine to move on. Great. Six, six, seven, 19. Good work all around, everybody. Is that mean? No, it's fine. All right, let's move to somebody that I believe you are starting to already fall in love with. Let's glide on over to Clyde and Elena. Clyde Drexler doing a cha-cha. I really liked him. I really liked him a lot. Tell me more. Tell me did, more. Did you like him? I did. But not that much. I'm a little reserved at first. And that it's going to come partly to the dancing, which isn't his fault. It's his parents' fault for giving him jeans that made him six foot seven. really enjoyed him he just is so like soft which you yes. wouldn't expect and i loved that i loved that he was kind i loved that he you know i i enjoyed just some of his commentary i think that again like he says you know you don't bring her all to practices you bring her all to the game and that could that could play really poorly. People could really not respond well to that. And that's not a great work ethic, potentially. But for whatever reason, it worked for me. And I was like, I can understand where he's coming from. I can understand how, especially as he's approached 15 years of the NBA and however many years of college before that, it is going to be incredibly difficult to break him of that mindset. So the first point first, I 
also really liked his small, softer personality. Mm-hmm. It worked in a way that, say, John Ratzenberger doing the same thing didn't read for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, as to the save it for the game, I understand how that makes sense in sports. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about a performance thing, though, you do have to do more. I mean, I understand in rehearsal, sometimes you mark things, you sort of do them small, but you do have to do them bigger because if you don't in a performance where things are always going to be the exact same or are supposed to be, you Mm -hmm. have to deliver that same big energy because if you don't just by muscle memory, by the way, you know how you do things, it will be small every time. Mm -hmm. And I do think his dance is a little too small at times. I agree. I liked the ease that he had on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Um, he he danced with his arms kind of just in front of his chest the whole time. Um, and ordinarily, I would probably hate something like that. I didn't mind it. I mean, I definitely agreed with everything that the judges said. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But, like, I, I really did enjoy his dance because there was a smoothness and there was an ease to it. Now, cha-chas aren't supposed to be smooth. So for this dance, I don't think it worked well for him. I mean, it, it worked fine for him. As far as an introduction, I think this is a great way to kind of start off his season of just showing he's capable he's maybe going to be smoother i think he's going to be chef's kiss in the ballroom hopefully um but it all worked okay for me i do think he needs to buy into it a little more you know he wasn't sharp and he wasn't hitting things but as far as the dance went i enjoyed it i think that's all fair I do think it's a nice introduction to him. I agree it's not necessarily in a cha-cha style. Surprisingly, I'm going to highlight an athlete's arms. Um, He didn't extend them far enough. There were times where he's supposed to be extending his arms and they're like partly bent. Um, He has this big wingspan. Use it. Carrie Ann specifically said something that I had been thinking I absolutely agreed with. He danced like he was much smaller than he is. Yep. Just let go, go big. He is not the only person in this season four premiere that needs to dance bigger. Mm-hmm. His is more pronounced because he is six foot seven. It's much easier to see he's dancing like he is short. And Elena is five foot four. And a half. How dare you? But I really didn't, I really appreciated the judges' delivery Mm -hmm. of their critique because they all essentially gave him permission to dance to his full height, to extend to his full ability. And I think I could see how you maybe would go a little smaller and maybe want to hear that from the judges. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make sense. But I could kind of see how maybe that's a tactic on their end. And I think it's great that the judges were like, you got it. Like Bruno says, you are talented and you can do it. You just need to do more now. Mm-hmm. And I think 
they all delivered it very kindly to him. I think the judges do a good job throughout this episode because there are a lot of times where they're saying, hey, do this differently, like dance more, give more. And they do it all in a encouraging way. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, they could have said to Clyde, you're just dancing too small. Mm-hmm. And just like turned it into like criticisms. But it was, you're dancing too small right now. You are allowed to go bigger. Yes. And I liked hearing it that way. They found a found the right line for constructive criticism in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the judges were great this episode. They really were. Let's give a shout out to our judges. So a six, a five, and a five. 16 for Clyde the Glide and Elena the word that rhymes with elena um considering the leaderboard as a whole emotionally it feels underscored he is not three points above master c emotionally for that correct in terms of the score emotionally for me it's about where he should be you are but it's also because master brc should be much lower yeah emotionally like a six a five and a five for this dance is correct i would have liked to see another another six personally too bad for you but we're allowed to agree to disagree we everyone's everyone's feelings are valid some feelings are just more valid than others mine you're allowed to feel that way. <laughs> Let's go cheek to cheek for our next performer. It is animal rights activist. It's charity campaigner, Heather Mills. And Jonathan Roberts. How interesting that not once did they mention why she's actually famous. Nope. Paul McCartney. Nope, no mention of him whatsoever. Even when they're like, oh, you know, you just arrived in LA like the other day. And she's like, well, I've spent a lot of time in LA. I wanted to be like, tell us why. Tell us why you've spent time in LA, you coward. I mean, she was seeing distant McCartney family relatives, Melissa (laughs) and Jenny. You know, (laughs) the McCarthy's close, close relatives. The McCartney's. (laughs) So this is another package that the judges just took and ran with. Because as soon as Jonathan is introduced to Heather, he had to fly to England to meet Heather. Yeah. Within three sentences, she said, by the way, I have a prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. And for the next seven minutes, that is the focus of everything. And I understand 2007 is a different time. Yeah. And by that point in the show, we had not had several like Paralympians or um, people with different abilities, uh, yeah. different ability levels. However, to me, this was just almost too focused on, hey, guys, will Heather be able to do this? Because 
she has a prosthetic leg. I I get that. I really do get that. I think one thing that was a little maybe eye-opening is maybe not the right term, but one of the things that I was like, okay, you do kind of need to highlight this. They talked about how she, the leg is unpredictable on carrying weight. Mm-hmm. So every time that she steps on that, the way that they play it is like every time she steps on it could it buckle could something happen i would hope that technology is advanced enough to help i would hope that prosthetic technology is far enough along that every time you step on a prosthetic you're not worried about it falling out from under you so i think it's good to highlight some of the challenges that this brings I think that's fine to do it in week one, but that should not be the focus moving forward. I agree, but I I just think there's a fine line between talking about the challenges for her, like talking about this and then basically just reducing her to she has a prosthetic leg. And I think they passed that line of Mm-hmm. She wasn't a person. She was a person on a prosthetic leg. Yes, I would agree. That's kind of where my problem was. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. it didn't even feel... I know they talked about the difficulty that sometimes it could be challenges with weight. But it didn't feel like they were doing it for her. Just she could have been anybody. Yes, I agree. And And I had a problem with that. And then the judges, each of them said like, okay, well, let's start by talking about the fact that you have a prosthetic leg. And I don't know. It just felt strange. She's more than her prosthetic leg. Yes. And we didn't get to see much of her personality. Mm -hmm. As to the performance, horrid dress. Yeah. (laughs) A pink and yellow abomination. Yeah. Yeah. Like she said, she felt like an ice cream cone and she looked like an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. She looked... Nervous. Yes. And stiff. Her arms yes. looked stiff. It mm-hmm. wasn't just, you know, the footwork. It was all of her looked stiff. Mm-hmm. This is a genuine question that I doubt you'll be able to answer. And after saying, I don't want it just to be about the leg... Here I am about to ask a question related to her prosthetic leg. Mm -hmm. Do you think, based on the challenges of like weight distribution, all those things, a lot of times it seemed that she was having to make up distance in like short amounts of time and wasn't as far as she needed to be, so on and so forth, like it felt like she was constantly doing that and therefore seemed out of kind of time. So is it, do you think it is hard for her to do some of these travel steps? And again, it's not, it's kind of more a rhetorical question. Yeah. It was just something I noticed that it seemed like she was always like rushing to move around Jonathan. In the package, Jonathan makes note it's much easier for her to do like a turn. He goes, you can do three turns, but you can't take three step forward. Well, so I think that there's validity to that. And I think that there absolutely could be something going on. I just don't think you and I can speak to Mm -hmm. what level 
it has in everything that she's doing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the dance as a whole was pleasant enough. Um, I think she shows good promise. I think that Mm -hmm. if she can perform it a little bit more, she'll be great. Mm -hmm. And she does manage to get a couple good singers when she tells the judges, if one of you tells me to point my foot. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Which made me laugh out loud. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because that kind of showed a little bit more spunk than we had seen from Heather up to that point. So straight sixes, 18. There you have it. Yeah. A a good score. And with that, we are going to end the evening with Olympian Apollo Anton Ono and his partner, Julianne Huff. And her partner, her atrocious tan. (laughs) Um, It was an interesting package. It makes me question why he agreed to do the show. He is currently competing, like, worldwide. I don't know if it's to qualify for Olympics or what, but, like, he's currently competing, and I don't understand why he would agree to do the show then. First of all, absolutely not the olympic the last olympics were in 2006 and it's 2007 so he doesn't have to qualify for the 2010 olympics yet the 2007 world championships for speed skating um finished on march 11th i would assume that there's a break in the season after that Mm mm-hmm but it probably means that he agreed to this because he would have time after like the opening of the like opening of the show's season. Okay. As best as I can tell. I was struck Julianne is 18 years old here. She sounds like much less polished than the Julianne we will come to know over oh, many yeah. years in Hollywood. And I mean, it, it's because she's 18, but yeah. it is, she is just so incredibly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really is. I didn't realize she was 18. Their package was fine. I can't use the word hate. Mm-hmm. I... I greatly dislike this dance because of the song. (laughs) The song completely ruined it for me. Like I felt myself getting more and more frustrated as the dance went on. Why? I hated the song. I don't know why. Do you not like Let's Hear It For The Boy? I don't know what Let's Hear It For The Boy. It's from Footloose. Well, I don't know Footloose that well. Also, that's kind of funny then that Julianne's first... That's Julianne, yeah. first appearance into Hollywood is to a song that eventually she will be in a remake of. Yep. Um, No, it's Let's Hear It For The Boy. But it was horrible for a cha-cha. Are you telling me that was a good cha-cha song? Okay, no, it wasn't great. And it was horrible. It was horrible. It wasn't 
any worse than like doing a foxtrot to power of love i thought it was horrific and is that the only reason you didn't like the dance yeah basically curious because i was wildly disappointed by it i just couldn't get on board with it because like his sharp moments his sharp movements fell flat because of the like i so i just i literally couldn't i could not critique it I like that we vaguely came to the same point, but through radically different means. And I think your mean is so misguided. <laughs> well, then maybe there was maybe the reason I maybe the song wasn't. It was just all that I could point to because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't like anything about this, and I'm gonna attribute it to the song. Maybe I'm attributing attributing it incorrectly, but for me, it was just underwhelming. He, yeah. I liked his leg movement or like his leg extensions, especially he had a little bit of flexibility, Mm -hmm. but I thought he just underperformed was a little too small. Like it, no, it really did not work for me. No. Um, And the judges gave it a 21. It worked for them to an extent. And yeah, I was expecting a lot more from Apollo's first moment on the show. Same. And this was not it, Chief. For a premiere, I think we generally both liked. The same, yeah. Kind of a too bad way to end. Yeah, honestly. As a whole, like, the premiere was good as a whole. But just, it it ended so flat. Mm -hmm. To think, I mean, okay, so you go from, like, Joey to Layla, even to John, which are all like very pleasant surprises. Then you go to Shandy, who has like a not fox shot. You go to Clyde, who has a safe cha cha. You go to Heather, who has a stiff fox trot. And then you end with Apollo, who just has a disappointing cha cha. Like it just really didn't quite hit it out of the park with their order. But again, the judges liked Apollo's. The audience liked Apollo's. Do you think we also had a weight of certain expectations for Apollo? Yeah. With like hindsight 2020. Yeah. That we're absolutely. like, here's a future all-star. Yeah. And then and, you watch it and you're like, oh. Oh. So maybe we're not being fair. Well, you know what? Too flippin' bad. I would have preferred saving Master C for this spot. Pimp out Master C. Yeah, oh, thank you. I appreciated getting him out of the way quick. That is the season four premiere. That's week one. Yep. No one's getting eliminated going into next week. Next time, the men will perform a ballroom round and the women will get a Latin dance. Oh, I can't wait. I I genuinely don't know the answer to this. Can I try and guess what they dance? Sure. Let's play America's third favorite game. Can can Katie guess the dance styles for next week? Okay, I bet we have a jive. So a jive for the Latin round and for the ballroom round. A... Probably not a waltz. Not a waltz yet. A quick step. So it's really great content. 
you got one out of two. I, I win! Uh, they said in the show that they were dancing a quick step next week. So if you were paying attention, you would have heard them say that. Um, and for the Latin round, it's a mambo. Go! Um, yeah, so we will get rid of somebody next time. But until then, we're left with 11. Real quick. Gut reaction. You get five seconds to answer this question. Who are your favorite two after this episode? Clyde and... Clyde and... Paulina. Oh, wow. Joey's not on the list? Nope. I kind of forgot about him. He probably should have been on the list. <laughs> if, okay, you get three favorites. You get two more seconds to name a third. <laughs> Joey! <laughs> All right! Who are your favorites? Who are your top three in seven seconds? Joey, Layla, Master C. Is that a joke? Katie, I love him. If you like what you heard today, <laughs> feel free to give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe. You can tell your friends about Just Meaningful Plastic and all of the foon that we have on here. You can also engage with us, engage with us, uh, engage with us on the social meds. Uh, we are at JMP Pod on the Twitter and on Facebook. We are found at Just Meaningful Plastic. Is that it? Yeah. Still no Instagram. <laughs> New season. Still no rundown of our outro. Still no Instagram. <laughs> we are nothing if not consistent. Katie, love you, like you. Chris, hear you, see you. And please stay tuned for an all new episode of What About Brian? Coming up next. What about Brian? Is it featuring Brian Cranston?